Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Pattison. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode 46 46 and we're in another podcast recording location I just get a, I get off on being in a different room every time we record you I don't know why it. isn't it funny it throws me off I'm a creature of habit and I really don't like how it throws off my energy energetically my podcast let me get my sage and <laughs> no there are windows in this office but I don't think you can open any of them no but yeah we're, we're recording it's January we're in the third week of January mm-hmm. you know life is cooking winter's cold for a lot of you listeners who aren't in Southern California we, yep. we kind of have the weather here in SoCal that's like hoodie weather i mean sometimes a little down puffer but nothing that's like ohio or chicago no No. and it doesn't get very windy here i mean some pockets of the inland empire santa Ana winds but i feel like the wind is what really makes it really really cold oh yeah i mean when i lived in the windy city chicago a few years ago i lived in chicago i think 2011 for two winters that's how i measure it i, I didn't live there for two years I is that how people two. do it i did at least as a southern california what made you move to chicago in the first place a challenge i just wanted a challenge such- i wanted to prove to everybody that i could do it also chicago is like criminally slept on it's such an amazing city i mean the cold keeps a lot of people out which is actually pretty cool it's like the barrier for the softies so People who cannot handle a rough winter, like only the strong survive yeah. in Chicago. New York, any anybody can move to New York. Not many of them stay. New York will chew you up and spit you out. You know, New York is a place where... If Which you, winter is worse? New York or Chicago? Chicago. Yeah. New York, it's it's dirty and slushy and yeah, it's brick, but it's... I think what's most annoying about New York is that, you know, it's so public transit based and you have to climb up all these stairs and you got to be on buses and you're like three times your size. I mean, Chicago's the same way, but at least Chicago just feels a little more spread out. Mm-hmm. You don't have so many people on top of you. But yeah, New York winters, they're cute when you don't live there. But I, I mean, I'll, I'd take a Chicago winter just because the city of Chicago is incredible. Yeah. And it was, I mean, but yeah, I mean, people had prepared me. You know, and actually the winter I lived there, the first winter was one of the most mildest winters in a long time. Hmm. My friend even made me a t-shirt that had like a palm tree on it and a sunset. And it said, I survived the winter of 2011 <laughs> because it had only gotten to like negative eight. Instead but even of, negative eight to me freaked me out. Like I had a panic attack. How do you even walk or drive? What do you wear to work? You can't wear like, I would wear shoes. I worked at American Express at that time and I would wear thermal tights so they're like opaque Uh like the unique low thermal tights then i'd put a pair of leggings over that then i would put a a down puffer that went down to my ankle but when you got into the office weren't you sweating balls like inside yeah and you you disrobe oh you took your like a layer of tights off yes it's you layer so like I would put like my opaque tights, a pencil skirt and a, and a blouse. And that would be my bait. That would be my outfit in the office. Got it. But to get there, I would wear thermal leggings, uh, sometimes even like sweats over that. And then I would um, put on a down jacket that went to my calves. Then I would have gloves, a beanie, a scarf. And then, yeah, I'd rock it 
And then, and yeah. then boots. I I had these like Ilsa, like Norwegian Ilsa Jorkinson or something boots that were made of rubber that went up to my knees, and they had like eighteen eye loops for shoelaces. Gnarly. They, they and then you get to, but everyone does that. But because I took the bus, I took the Chicago bus to to work. I worked. I lived in Humboldt Park, and I took this bus that went straight across the city. And so, luckily, it was just one bus, so I didn't have to change. But I would take the L, I would take the also the train, the above ground train and stuff like that. And you just dealt with it. It was annoying. But there was something. And then I had a car in Chicago and I was slipping and sliding all over the city, digging my car into the snow. But I love Chicago. Honestly, if I if Chicago's weather was different, everyone would live there. Yeah. Chicago is an amazing city. But um, after two winters there, I got a job opportunity in Vegas and I took it. But I love Chicago. My skin was, though, chronically dry. And we I want to bring that up for today's topic mm-hmm. is how to treat chronically dry skin. Because we do have a lot of listeners from all over the world. And we have a lot of East Coast, mm-hmm. Midwest listeners. And so we kind of want to do something for them. And you still might suffer from dry skin even if you live in Southern California. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of dry skin patients here where we live because we live in a desert climate. The Inland Empire is a desert climate. And only 20 minutes away, 20, 45 minutes away, we have Mount Baldy. We have like Arrowhead. We have Big Bear. And I feel Mountain with quarantine. Yes. And with quarantine too, we were up in the mountains for Christmas and New Year's. It was packed because ski slopes are open tubing parks are open yes so if you can't you're not going to go to the beach right now you can't go to disneyland where else are you going to go to get out of the house so i think a lot of people are escaping to those colder drier climates even locally yeah yeah and having dry skin sucks and i don't know about you but i'm still sanitizing the shit out of my hands and it's dry you're using alcohol-based hand sanitizers so any of anywhere your body is dry, you can use these tips for dry hands, dry lips, dry skin. We're kind of gonna we're gonna go everything from head to toe. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait because you know sometimes it's good to be cracking. The party's cracking, crack a your, your tits are cracking, your rack is cracking. I had some guy be like, "Damn, girl, your rack is cracking," and I was like, "Thank you, I appreciate that. That's a really nice play on words. Your rack is cracking." When you say the tits are cracking, I just think of like breastfeeding and like your nipples Ew, cracking. okay so in that case not the titties <laughs> but the rack entirely like the whole vision the yes. rack your rack is cracking and it rhymes so like it. yeah your heels should not be cracking no. your lips should not be cracking your nose should not be cracking your elbows and knees should not be cracking so we're gonna we're gonna offer you tips on how to treat that because Erin worked in dermatology for 10 years before she moved on to aesthetic i mean I she did, did aesthetics too but I, she used to look at a lot of butts and nuts back in the day and so she's gonna <laughs> offer her favorite dry skin tips so butts and nuts so what do most what so like your clients that you're seeing these days what's their biggest complaint with the dry skin like how you know what like what are they suffering from since I work in aesthetics and I work mostly on the face, I see a lot of dry eyelids. And okay, we'll talk about this separately as a topic. People come in with dry, cracked eyelids. It's typically a reaction to something. It could be a skincare product, but typically it's something you have on your hands and then you touch to your face. Your eyelid skin is the thinnest skin you have on your body. So it's going to be the most reactive to something. You can touch, say you touch uh, your computer with your hands and it has residue from a cleaning agent. Your hands aren't going to get irritated, but you take that cleaning agent and you put it to your eyelids, you can get a rash from that. Everyone starts talking about how they change their mascara and their eyebrow stuff, but it's usually not that. It's usually something on your hands. The most common culprit is actually nail polish. So if you have Hmm. cracked dry eyelids, 
take off your nail polish for a week, apply Aquaphor or over-the-counter cortisone on your eyelids, and it usually goes away. What um, kind of magicry? You like that? Is that mm-hmm. typically nail polish, like gel nail polish, any regular kind nail of nail, polish, any kind of nail polish? And a lot of times people will tell me, "Oh, I haven't changed anything," and like that's not it. You can develop an irritation or an allergy to anything at any point in your lifetime. You don't know if your nail tech got a different brand of nail polish or if she used something different to clean your hands with. So always start with looking at your hands first. Putting a barrier between your skin, putting Aquaphor or Hydrobomb by SkinCeuticals onto your eyelids before you do anything in the beginning of the day can give you an extra protective barrier. So that is most commonly what I see. Um, when I worked more in dermatology, I saw more body conditions. So usually when you get dry skin, I mean, dry skin can affect you anywhere though, and you can treat it all very similarly. You can get a condition called eczema, which is a breakdown in the skin barrier. I actually got that in Chicago. Oh, did you? I got a seasonal eczema. Yeah, on the corner of my thumb, mm-hmm. like that triangle part between my thumb and my index finger, only in that part of my hand. Yeah. There's a specific eczema you get on your hand called dishydrotic eczema. It will almost look like little water blisters on your hands. Um, it's just a, a type of eczema that requires a very strong cortisone cream. But if it's in that little the little crease between your thumb and your um, index finger, that's usually just normal eczema. I mean... Eczema has a million names. There's numular eczema, which means little circles of eczema. I mean, eczema is typically eczema. uh, And again, you treat it very similarly. Let's talk about hands, dry hands, since you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you moisturize your hands. What's really good is by trying to occlude moisturizers. So you can do this thing. It's called a wet wrap, and you might have seen it done when you're getting a manicure or a pedicure done. And you can do this to your entire body as well. So I'll I'll explain it to you on your hands first. What you do is that you would take your dry hands and you would soak them in warm water for about 10 to 15 minutes. Take a bowl of warm water while you're watching TV, put your hands in it. And then when you take your hands out while your hands are wet, you put an occlusive ointment on your hands. So either Aquaphor or Hydrobomb, you soak that on your hands. Then what you do next is that you would put a warm washcloth, a warm wet washcloth on top of your hands. So you're soaking in even more moisture into your hands and then you can cover it with a dry cloth too. Um, So that way after 10 to 15 minutes, when you take it off, you rub in all of that Aquaphor or Hydrobalm and then your skin is extra moisturized because it penetrated the water and the moisturizer into the skin. So the hot, the warm moisture is what makes the aquaphor or the hydrobrom penetrate deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly, so that's exactly. A that's so, a no, tip. you can do that actually with kids. When I would have kids come in to see me with really bad eczema, you would do the same thing with them. You would put them in a bathtub, soak or lube them up head to toe in aquaphor, put a warm or wet jammies on them, wet, loose jammies, warm jammies, wrap them in a blanket or a towel, see how long they could tolerate it, you turn a movie on, and then when you take that off, you rub it all in. It works wow. really, really good. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, how many kids could you successfully, well, if the pajamas are wet and hot, it feels good. Yeah. Or you could even use a wet, warm towel and just try to make a game of it. Like, oh, you're in a little burrito or they would tell people to sleep in it. I mean, come on. I don't know about you. Are you going to sleep a full night in wet pajamas? No, it gets cold. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I would usually just tell them 30 minutes or a movie if they can get that out of it too. like feed them ice cream while they're sitting there. Yeah. And it's a game. You're like, you're a burrito. Let's see you could be a burrito the longest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's something that can really help when you have dry skin all over your body, too. Mm-hmm. So Aquaphor and Hydrobomb, where could you find those? You can find Aquaphor at the drugstore. 
Hydra Bomb you can get at our uh, online at our skin boutique. It's made by SkinCeuticals. You can also use thicker cream. So creams are different than lotions. Creams are oil-based where lotions are water-based. So if you have dry skin, stick with the creams, ointments, Oils are good, but oils don't lock into your skin. Have you ever noticed that if you put oil on your skin, it can feel pretty dry five to 10 minutes later? Kind of, yeah. yeah. If you, I mean, if you put a ton of oil on, it takes a while to dry out. I always mix my body oil with a cream or a lotion so it locks in the moisture a little bit better Yeah, too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Smart pro tip. Pro tip. And it also smells good when you add like a nice oil that is scented with like juniper or rosemary, like our aromatherapy associates oil. Mm -hmm. It smells bomb. It smells like you're in a spa. So add that with your cream based moisturizer. Yes. If your skin is really dry and cracked and like bleeding, I wouldn't add any extra fragrances, but if your skin, if you just want to hydrate a little bit better. So let's talk about that. So what if you are cracked and bleeding? Like what can you do extra? Well, if you are cracked and bleeding, I'd probably go see a dermatologist and they can give you a prescription medication for it. Mm -hmm. Some people have really, really horrible eczema where they require, there are some medications where it's actually a shot, which causes your immune system it's like an internal process. Where prednisone? You don't do no, um, it's something called Dupixent. But prednisone can be used in. A, you shouldn't have said that because now the Dupixent reps are going to come hit us they up, can. and they're going to be like, "Let me buy you Panera, <laughs> Megan. Let me buy you Starbucks." And I'll be like, "Nothing in life is free. I don't want your free food." <laughs> no, I don't prescribe biologics. It's a, it's a biologic medication. Yeah, you. So no, it's a shot that you that some people give themselves. Prednisone is if someone's having a really horrible flare, but it's not something that you do to maintain it long term mm-hmm. by any means either. Got it. So yeah, cracked. So say you have like the corners of your mouth are super mm, cracked. That's a good one. That is a condition called perlesh. Uh, you. That sounds fancy. That sounds like a restaurant. Perlesh. Perlesh. Well, what it is, it's a yeast infection in the corner of your mouth. Oh hell no! Don't dare you! Don't dare you suggest I'm yeasty in my mouth. Okay. Let's see if it translates. To I have anything. a perlesh. Perlesh sounds like pedicure. <laughs> perlesh or angular chelitis is another way to say it. I just think perlesh is like I, you sound so fancy, right? Perlesh. Yeah, I don't know what the derivative of that word on my mouth. There's actually what's the little apostrophe above the e called? An accent? I don't know. <laughs> no, it looks perlesh. Pelache. Oh, exactly. So what it is, is that you can get this little yeast infection in the corner of the mouth because it's a little dark, moist place where yeast likes to live. We all have yeast in our body. You have it. I have it. Sean, you have it too. And over time in certain conditions, it will overpopulate. So if you get a condition called uh, tinea versicolor, well, you'll get these like brown or reddish patches on your back and your chest. It's just an overgrowth of yeast. Mm. So with that condition, with the dry, cracked cracked mouth, we will actually use an anti-yeast cream to kill the yeast in that area. Mm -hmm. Some people, they get it chronically because their marionette line is so deep. One of the treatments for it is actually going in and putting filler in the area to kind of fill and plump things up so you don't have that deeper crevice. Have you had to do that on anybody? Yeah. Where they've had like such chronic cracked corners of their Mm -hmm. mouth? It sucks because insurance doesn't cover it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's not the people looking for a cosmetic treatment, but it's just an option that you can do Mm -hmm. for it too. Yeah. Which is nice. Wow. So what about like the dry, crusty parts around my nose? There are some things that are seem dry. They're crusty. Okay. Let's just call it crusty. Crusty scalp, crusty feet, but they're not all dry. So in our previous episode, when we brought Ellen and talked to her about her keratosis pilaris, the bumps on the arms might seem crusty and those are dry, but they're also a buildup of skin. 
you can get these crusty places around your nose and your scalp and your eyebrows, which is actually a condition called seborrheic dermatitis. And that is also a buildup of, of yeast on the skin. So with that, you actually need to cleanse it more often versus moisturizing it. So some people will come in with really dry, flaky scalp and they say, oh, I never, I don't wash my hair and it's still so dry. That's actually the total opposite of what you need to do. You actually need to, you know, really clean wash it, it every out, day. wash it, take all this, the flakes off. Same thing with around your nose. So with your nose, there is a shampoo that you can use called Salsam Blue, which um, has it Salsam Blue sponsor us. <laughs> Where's that Salsam Blue money? <laughs> Just generic selenium sulfide shampoo. And you can use it to clean your face in addition to your scalp. So you can use it to wash your face too to get the buildup off. Wow. So if you are having flakiness in the corners of your nose or your eyebrows, I would treat it like a scalp and wash it really good with shampoo. That is fascinating. A lot of people. What about like a, a, an exfoliating scrub? Uh, you could do that too, but it's you more so like washing it off. Yeah. 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 Gnarly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've had to give that to me before because I've had the um, around my nose. Yeah. The crustiness. And you told me it was a yeast infection and I slapped you. I was like, who are you calling Why is everyone yeasty? so anti-yeast? Yeast I know because you yeast. think yeast infection. You think like discharge, you know, <laughs> you think like vagina on, on, you know, in a little trouble. But so it's have a yeast no. infection on my face. It's like, ugh. No. But it is, yeah. Well, you know what is good? You know, whenever I tell people they have fungus or yeast or whatever, they get grossed out by it. But you actually would want those infections versus other ones because they're so easy to treat and get rid mm. of. If you had something else growing on you or something more chronic, then there's a lot more issues that come with that. Like so, a virus yeah, or something. Like, well, or something like rosacea. You know, you'd rather mm. get a fungal infection than get diagnosed with rosacea because that's a chronic condition that doesn't have a cure yeah fungus so i could cure cure fungus for the yeah. most part so with rosacea does that get worse in like colder drier weather it does yeah that sucks hot extremes hot being really cold i had this patient who worked in a freezer that was her job working in a freezer and she had severe rosacea and it oh, was just that I, sucks. I, I i it's hard it's like i don't i don't want to tell you like any Unless medicine you i give a you ski mask I don't even know if that would, I mean, yeah, I guess a little bit, but it's still going to get cold underneath there. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. Yes. Yeah. So rosacea gets, and so what about, you know, like you're dry. What if you're just dry all over? Like, I don't know about you, but like with my leggings, like if after I shave my legs and I put my leggings on, I take my leggings off and I have all these skin flakes, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's super dry, but I already put lotion and oil on. So what's going on? Yes. So you need to, you've exfoliated your skin with shaving but you can also exfoliate your skin with a body scrub. So using a scrub to scrub off the extra dead skin, because if you put your lotion and your moisturizer on top of all those dead skin flakes, it's not going to penetrate to the deeper layers of the skin. Mm -hmm. So you want to take off the dead skin first, and then you can moisturize and penetrate deeper into the skin. Yeah. But what about those poor souls out there who are like not only dry, but oily at the same time? Ooh, that is... Or they're breaking out, so it, they're afraid of creams. That is the most difficult I, I think the, one of the most difficult patients to treat is someone with dry, sensitive skin who is acne prone. You can most likely they're not oily. They're probably just breaking out with acne and dry. So those patients, you really have to protect their skin barrier and give them gentle products to treat the acne, sometimes putting them on an oral antibiotic. So we're not using treatments on the outside of the skin, but that can be really difficult to treat. Making sure you have a moisturizing base on the skin would be really important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That just sounds like a bummer. You're like breaking out and pimply and you're flaking and stuff like that. Oh, it sucks. And then put, say you, you're 40 or 50 going through that with wrinkles too. It's just. So what's been the most like extreme dry skin case you've ever seen? 
just like when it's so sad when it's like little babies coming in with eczema, like mm-hmm. really bad eczema, and they can't sleep and mm. they have a hard time eating. And then it causes a secondary infection because you don't have that skin barrier anymore and they're more likely to get staph infections in their skin. Those would be probably the toughest ones. Yeah. Too. So what do you do? Is your skin cracking right now? Anywhere on your body? Mm, my like, my fingers are cracking a little bit, but how are your heels? My heels are okay. Could you light a match off of it? <laughs> no, I am getting a back backdoor manicures and pedicures during all this shutdown. So <laughs> come come at me, anybody. Ooh, I'm supporting. She I'm, said it, not me. I'm supporting my girls who I really don't believe are transmitting COVID. But anyways. So with your so what about heels? Crusty cracking heels. Ooh, okay. There's this thing called baby foot. Have you done baby foot no, before? No, I haven't done baby foot yet. I don't even know. Because you don't have any lying around your house when I try to steal them. I actually do. Yeah, they're they're expensive. More. They're like twenty five bucks for yeah. a, p- a pair. And you one pair, it's disposable. Right? Oh it's, yes, oh yes, only one time. It has every single acid you can imagine in it. What you do, you soak your boric feet. acid, sal acid. <laughs> I don't have a boric glycolic acid. Glycolic acid. Glycolic. Yes, all of the above. Okay, look, I'm pulling up the ingredients actually right now. Yeah, baby um, foot. You buy it online, and buy it's it like online. a little sock they have it you like put on your foot. Gosh, what is it? Yeah, glycolic acid. Ooh, castor oil. Um, I don't know. They have every, malic acid, citric acid, orange oil. They, they have every kind of acid in it. So you put your feet in water and you let it soak for like 15 minutes. And then you put these plastic booties on your feet. Mm-hmm. And they come with this tape crap you put on. And then I would just put socks on top of it. You let it soak for about an hour. You remove it. And then it doesn't seem like it does anything. And then about a week later... Your whole foot skin sheds off. Like does it hurt? But all that gunk no. that's in it, does it hurt? Does it burn? No, not at all. Because your foot skin is so thick. Yeah, but what about like your toenails and stuff? No, nothing, nothing. And it's- so you and would you, so when it's peeling off, does it peel off evenly or does it feel like kind of raw? Mm, uh, no, it doesn't feel raw. It just like it, it's as if you soaked your foot in a bathtub forever. I, it, that's mm. just kind of what it feels like, and it starts to separate, but it's not raw at all. I think that works really good. There are other using lotions with acids in them, things like urea. There's an over the counter lotion, I'm totally blanking on the name, um, that has urea in it. You How get do you a spell urea? U R E A. You can get a prescription of it too. Uh, lactic acid and amlactin you can use. So using an acid-based lotion for your feet would be important. And also including it where if you can do a little exfoliator on it, like a, a pumice stone or a file and then put your lotion on and then put put uh, your foot into a sock, that would be good. You can actually use, have you seen those pet nail file drills? Called, oh yeah. Uh, called the Dremel. Yeah. You can actually use a Dremel nail pet nail grinder for your heels too i have one at my house that's smart it's like that dumb and dumber that's seen in dumb and dumber (laughs) (laughs) when they're getting their pedicure done and the chick brings out the saw she's like she puts the goggles on sometimes i know when she when the girl's like filing my heel and she's like you know what and she brings out the dremel i'm like oh my god just buy one at home and you can use it she's going in Mm -hmm. but i don't want to like drill like you know file too deep you kind of can because it's like, ooh, like if you yeah, send if it you too much. Yeah, you just are relentless about it. Yeah, you can. But if it hurts, stop doing it. Yeah, like exactly. I just leave it to the professionals. Oh, so oh, so you're not getting pedicure during this time? I'm not is commenting on any of that. The <laughs> internet's forever, so I don't comment it on is. any of that. It is. I will stuff. tell you, I am. I don't see anybody, anyone socially, 
but except you. I know. Um, and I like it. Or I'm such loners. Like I know. I, it's crazy how 10 months has passed and I really haven't seen like anybody. Like I've, I see my friends living their lives on social media, but I, so I feel like I'm keeping in touch with them, but I haven't seen most of them in person. Like yeah. I haven't kissed someone on a cheek. Like you, I like when you greet someone, you give someone a mm. hug and kiss them on the cheek. I that's haven't true. done that since March. That's so true. It's so yeah. weird and crazy. Yeah. So that's my PSA. Indoor social gatherings. Are, <laughs> don't You can't see your family. That's what sucks about it is that, I mean, for me with plexiglass and double masks and everything, like you're not getting it from your manicurist. Like I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. And so it really sucks shutting down that industry. But when you, ha- it sucks during Christmas time when you have like, your auntie and your two cousins over and like your best friend, like that is like the worst situation you could be in for COVID right now. So let's stop doing that. But you know, open up nail shops anyways. Okay. So (laughs) my nails are fine. Your feet are whatever you're doing. I'm surviving. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I keep, SkinCeuticals, Hydrobomb, or Aquaphor in my bag at all times. Mm-hmm. Like this morning, what I did today was I put the Aquaphor on my hands, a thin layer, rubbed it all in, then put the cotton gloves on, and then curled my hair. Yeah. So that they, you know, because also to protect my hands from burning it, because it's one of those like cliplet. You have that type of. You don't of, know how to do it. No, the, well, the you wand. have the type of. Yeah, that wand where you have to wrap it around a hot rod. Like, how do people not burn their hands on that and get a significant curl? I still haven't figured you it just out. Hold it. You know what I bought the other day was um, hot curlers. I saw someone post about I it. I saw that. Why did you I was feel the need it. for that? Efficiency. Yeah, you can get it. It's true because you can yeah. put your curlers in, in and then do your makeup and stuff. Yeah. It's brilliant. I liked it, but I didn't have enough curlers. I ran out of curlers. So then I had to use a freaking wand for the last half of it. Yeah, you got a lot of hair. Yeah. So for all those people who are out there with dry skin, what would you say would be like a starter kit? A starter kit, number one, would be learning your shower tips. Like, don't use fragrant crap in the shower. Just use a gentle body wash. I like Dove body wash over the counter, like something very simple. Applying a moisturizer with one of these ingredients in it, something like hyaluronic acid, lactic acid, glycerin, um, petrolatum, shea butter, jojoba oil, any of those products with your moisturizer moisturizing at least twice a day if you are dry in those areas at least at least twice a day and your hands it might need to be every time you wash your hands or every time you um put on your hand sanitizer that's what's in my purse right now hand sanitizer keys phone and our treatment hand cream like that's just what Mm -hmm. is your starter pack right now moisturizing multiple times a day and think about occluding an area. So occluding means covering it so it allows it to penetrate in whether that's with socks cotton gloves clothes something that saran wrap yeah you could do saran wrap too Mm -hmm. Uh we we usually do that for more medical conditions but you know just something to lock it in yeah my tip is just put your hand cream in your bra (laughs) and so you'll always feel it's there and it'll remind you to use it I mean, but you got to have big boobs. You're cracking rack. <laughs> I don't think your boobs are big enough. Yeah, my cracking rack holds a lot of stuff. So I like to hold a cream in it. So when I'm like washing my hands and I just pull it zoop, out of my tits. What is the most interesting thing you've put in your bra? <laughs> it's not appropriate for this <laughs> podcast. It's not legal or appropriate. <laughs> Once again, no comment. You're trying to get all sorts of scandalous shit out of me. <laughs> and uh-uh, no, no, no. I'm not putting my shit out there like that. No. Okay. You want the full story? You got to pay for my OnlyFans, which I haven't started yet. If you want to know what I've really held hey, in my yeah, bra. If you want that fame, that you, if you want that pocketbook fame or whatever no, you talked about. No, you know about. there's an OnlyFans chick, but she has, I think, a million followers that pay 15 bucks a month. And so she pays for like the entire like payroll of the OnlyFans company, just her alone. 
No way. Yeah. She makes Wait, so is that 15 dollars? 15 million dollars a month. Yeah. Damn. I know. It makes you think twice about well, like it's selling like, Well, it's it's like dirty stuff, right? Well, or she, she sells like nudes. Yeah, I mean, you do scandalous videos, you know, like sexual videos and you sell nudes. If you could live with that. I mean, I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm maybe 2021 as I just do but really, she worked a long time to get a million fans, and she has a very like anime specific look. So she's like, you know, Niche. a lot of those horny teenagers are out there with their fifteen dollars <laughs> paying for her a month. But um, yeah, I mean, well, how how expensive? You know, how much would you sell your soul for? I don't know. I would I would rather be, um, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I think about that all the time. I mean, they, that's a lot of money, and and even after t I think they take twenty percent. So she's not making the full fifteen, and she's. I assume pays taxes Even if on it. Even it was a million dollars a month. <laughs> I mean, she's on Jeff Bezos level. Yeah. Well, no, he makes like eight million a second, but <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I feel like every episode I just talk about OnlyFans. You guys are probably sick of me talking about it. You're like making shit or get off the pot. Like, oh my gosh, I'm, just make what already. We're sick of it. I know. You could just talk about whatever. You know, well, well, page, so Patreon is the website oh, sure. where people pay. Sure. And it's not nasty. It's like you can pay for recipes or pay for like scandalous stories or the tea or whatever. Where OnlyFans is straight up is for the most. I mean, I think Cardi B has an OnlyFans, but I, I don't think she puts up really vulgar stuff. But yeah. OnlyFans is really like your own porn. Sure. Like you are your own. You don't have to upload it to a porn website. Like you are the owner of your content. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, pussy power. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Until then, I do not have an OnlyFans, you guys. So please don't hit me up. All no. three of you, list male listeners. All I know, all three of our male listeners, and I'm either related to them or you know they're not into me like that. So oh my gosh, let me, okay to sidetrack that. Let me leave you with one other good dry skin tip that I totally forgot to mention. Use a humidifier. Have you ever used an air humidifier before? Mm, no, that's very dorky. <laughs> Well, welcome to my life. I can't breathe. I need a humidifier. Well, your your dry skin, your nipples are going to be cracking because you're not using your humidifier. <laughs> Leave my nipples out of this. Why well, you can? I like. Uh, they usually only sell cool air humidifiers because of safety reasons. But cool air, warm air humidifiers. The more moisture that is in your air, the better. I think too. If you really lived in a dry climate, I think a lot of times they build in humidifiers into your air systems too. Oh, that's really. But smart. yeah, look for an air humidifier. And if, if your kid's skin is dry humidifier so you can get like a desk like a, a nightstand humidifier mm -hmm. and point it towards your face yeah absolutely that's yeah, smart think about that too so should people go in saunas then saunas yeah saunas can be helpful but again that moisture is good but you have to lock in the moisturizer moisture with something that's the key yep so you could create own, your own little sauna every time you shower mm -hmm. but then you got to lock it in with something that's really thick and yes it's the moisture part of it um if you well is a sauna no is this on a steam? It could be wet or dry. Okay. There's two versions. Wet, yes. Dry, no. A dry sauna can dry out your skin more. So you got to mm. go with the wet sauna. Yeah, the wet saunas can be kind of brutal, though, because you're like, no, dry or one or the other. I what wish they made a sauna that I could go neck down in so I could like breathe normal air because it's it's suffocating sometimes. They do. You can do buy they them one? online. Oh, yeah. They have like your own personal sauna where it's just your head popping out or it's like a bag. But under my around my body, where you look like you're sitting in a box and like oh. your head just pops out. Yeah, but that's not good for my melasma. So yeah, I'll exactly. stay away from that. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Ugh. Well, we hope you guys learned something about our yes. dry skin tips. And if you have any questions, you could always DM Aaron. <laughs> 
Yes, please. If you want to DM, DM me, me your medical you. questions, no, five, please five don't. Five dollars a question. Hit me up. I'll give you my Venmo. Yes, my but if you up. want to comment on any of our posts this week, please do. If you have any of your special skincare tips, any products you really like, please let us know. Yes. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.